uh i was always wearing glasses since like third grade so me being messy haired glasses in my first regional tournament little scrawny kid nobody expected much of me and mm. i went straight to the finals i saw the the new jersey favorite at the regional tournament there and everybody knew him nobody knew me so we mm. fought and i just executed perfect technique uh, against him and won unanimously and wow. one of my teammates uh called me the scientist there then and there for you know having glasses on and, and great technique podcast my name is Alyssa david we have your co-host marvin castillo marvin say what's up to what's going on people and we are we are back with episode 11 so wow. episode 11 that's pretty crazy yep pretty crazy we're here with a brand new episode and so today we're just jumping right in marvin we usually start off with a little bit of conversation and so right. i want to ask you we talked a little while back i believe it was 20 something in clueless our first mm. episode ever mm. you told us that you used to want to be a wrestler yeah right back in the day you were a kid you wanted to be a wrestler you're watching right. Mysterio, rakishi all those people right um <laughs> yeah and you were telling us that you like elbow dropped some kid you twisted mm -hmm. the arm behind some girl yeah but thanks for bringing today, back, back up yeah <laughs> hey it's uh it's good content good right content right right it is what i wanted to know today is i want to know something a little serious you were like in elementary school right when that happened yeah okay so now i want to go to like middle school high school marvin i want to know okay. have you ever gotten into a fight like just full like fists everything just crazy yeah yeah i have actually um can you tell it, us this fight it, it um i mean it happened a lot especially oh well you were a I fighter I, I was a fighter yeah it happened a lot especially in middle school didn't happen in high school actually um or at least it never like happened it was a, maybe could have mm -hmm. middle school it was bad i was in the principal's office um a lot and um there was actually this kid who it was literally on site like on site you know we see each other in the lunchroom is on site we see each other in the hallways on site there was one time we saw each other in the bathroom it was on site it got to the point where going to the principal's office just wasn't enough now they had to get both of our parents because clearly Yikes. it's just you know it was it was that bad um and yeah i mean that was that one kid that i have you know issues with and i have a few other fights and some of them i lost some of them i won um but yeah it was definitely a lot of fights so it was the same kid that you were continually fighting um that one kid it was definitely like a like a movie type of thing like it was literally i could be talking with somebody and it's just like everything just up you know i see this kid he sees me we already knew it um all the other ones it wasn't really like that it was probably because of something which i honestly don't remember the reasons but that one kid which i will not name yeah it was it was on site wait what wait why why didn't you like him or why didn't he like you what was the issue um man honestly i don't remember how it's kind of crazy because we actually started off as friends um, he actually lived around the corner from my house and I don't, from what I remember, I had to do something. I remember our parents not liking each, like at some point it seemed like, like my mom and his mom, cause it wasn't really, they were bumping heads in a weird way. 
and we never really knew why. Um, we, you know, I would go over his house and stuff like that, and we would hang out here and there. Um, and then it just became sort of like, uh, you know, something must have happened. It was so long ago, but uh, all I know is that it was definitely on site. So yeah, it was that type of, uh, Goodness. you know, yeah. Goodness. All right, and uh, friends turned enemies. <laughs> little story right. right there, but okay. Right, right, right. The reason I asked that today is because our guest today, yeah. uh, he he like fights. Like yeah, he's I'm, a fighter. Yeah, um, I'm super excited he, for this. Yeah. yeah, he's not like no middle, these are not middle school brawls. Like, these right, are not this is not, fights. yeah. He's a boxer, a professional boxer at that. And so without yeah. further ado, I want to invite Ray Cuadrado to the podcast. How are you? Good, good. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, Happy to talk to you guys. It's been a while. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. It has been a while. I haven't talked to you in forever. I know Marvin, <sighs> you talked to him a little more than I do. But I haven't talked to you in forever. But yeah, yeah thanks yeah. for jumping on. So like like we spoke about before, I said we were going to start off a little bit rapid fire question type thing. Like I said, it's just off the top of your head, whatever your answer is. So we'll go through a couple of them. I think there's like eight maybe. Um, and just whatever's the first thing that comes to your mind, you do that. Last week we had a a guest on our <laughs> podcast that uh, oh, they were boy. taking their time. They were thinking through. And that's not the point of rapid fire. The point is to just say the first thing that comes straight, to Straight shooters. Yeah. All so right, whatever, you, whatever you think. There you go. I like there the energy. I like the energy. I, I, I tend to be uh, strategical in my answers. <laughs> so <laughs> let, let's let's just go off instincts today. Let's see what happens here. I'll yeah. do my best. All right. Here we go. You could only eat one type of food for the rest of your life. What is it? Pasta. Nice. I had a feeling you were going to say that because <laughs> I, I saw your post this week about the, the picture of the pasta. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, because you, you're, you're a fighter, you're a trainer, like you work out, what is your least favorite workout to do? Burpees. Oof. Okay. <laughs> if you had to make someone you personally know president, who would it be? Someone I personally knew? Yeah. I don't trust any of them. <laughs> Man, that's that's the first one we ever had that on, on this show. Uh, I'd say I'll, I'll just go off my friend group and say Victor. Okay, yeah. there you go, there you go, Victor. He trusts you the most, at least. He trusts the you the most, trust right. at all. He trusts you the most. <laughs> right, right. Um, off the top of your head, if you had to choose a spirit animal for yourself, what would it be? I'll just say dog. Okay, mm. Marvin, I'm interested to know what yours would be. Um, I'm gonna say tiger. Oh, I should have thought of that, but that's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what you thought I was going to say? A wolf. I don't know why, but, <laughs> but I mean, a tiger makes sense. That makes sense. Right, right. Um, would you rather be loved or trusted? Trusted. Okay. Marvin, I mm. think you said loved, right? Last time? I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, where is the worst place you could get stuck? Worst place I could get stuck? Uh, mm-hmm. L train. Oh, I lied. M train <laughs> on the summer night. Oh, that's rough. Uh, one food has to go, like completely off the earth. One food has to go completely off the earth. Yep. Like it could just be like one, like one ingredient. Yeah, just one food yeah. that you olives. Can olives, olives get get the hell out of here. Oh, oh that's the second time. Yes, yes, I respect that's that. That's crazy. Yeah, that's the second time someone said that, which means it does have to go. Goodbye. My response is, go. you're gonna get a lot of people who love cocktails angry, and a lot of Puerto Ricans mad too. Oh, listen, they, man, they I'm get... Puerto Rican too, and I can't right. stand it. I, I literally have yeah, to pick it out. Same. Got same. it. We hey. just talked about this. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Gotta go. 
All right, off the top of your head, baseball or basketball? Which one's better? Baseball. Hmm. Okay. And then the last one, I like this because he actually is going rapid. Like this is the yeah, fastest this is this is the fastest we ever had. Yeah. <laughs> world's best invention so far. World's best invention. Uh, ooh, I'll just say electricity. Mm. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one, which makes like yours, Marvin, and like other people, like the phone and all those things. <laughs> right. That makes it work even better. So, yep. There we go, guys. That was rapid fire. That was that was officially. That was an official. That's what I'm talking fire. about. Yeah. So for any future people, <laughs> for any future people that come on the podcast, if you don't come with that same energy, we don't want it. Like we don't yeah. want it. Don't yeah, Ray just you just set a standard. If we, anybody who's not thinking too long, we shutting it down right there. It's over. Right there, like we're just gonna just turn off the podcast. That's it. You're gone. It's done. So hey, listen, I, I'm used energy. to making snap decisions in the ring. So when you said rapid I I just had to shoot. There you go. That's how we do. There doing. you go. There you go. And that's a perfect segue because we're about to talk about you and your career path and being a professional boxer. And so that being said, you are a professional boxer. If I'm correct, you are one and zero right now, right? Yeah, yeah. So wanna know I had my pro debut back in uh April twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. Uh forty five second knockout. Nice. Jeez, yikes. Quick. What did that feel like to have your debut? Yeah, that's insane. That's insane the fast. What was that what did that feel like to have your debut? Like Uh honestly, uh it it was a long time coming. We, we I I personally wanted to do it a couple years before, but mm. You know, I talked to my coach, my pops, and he was like, you know, let's do a little bit more national tournaments, get some more experience under our belts. And I did that, and I'm glad I went that route because I feel like I'm a much more uh, calmer fighter inside the ring. And okay. having that knockout uh, win, it, it felt natural. When I hit him, it didn't feel like anything to me, but he went down. So <sighs> feels good to see that happen. There you go. Yeah, there you yeah, go. There you go. <laughs> That's great. He said, didn't feel like anything to me. I thought right, I was like, right. drop. That's great. Um, so that being said, what's that like from going? Because I believe before you become professional, it's amateur, right? Like you're an amateur boxer. So what is that process like to switch from amateur to professional? Uh, having headgears, first and foremost. Mm. Uh, that's like the, the biggest uh, change. Okay. The, uh, the headgears, it you'd be surprised how it helps people out. Like, I mean, like I was saying, my pro debut, 45-second knockout, like I hit him, it felt like nothing for me. But for him, you know, he went down. Whereas in the amateur in the amateur levels, you don't see knockouts too often unless it's like heavyweights or someone gets caught like really, really clean. Yeah. So, yeah, headgears are the biggest difference. I, I really don't care about the shirts or not. <laughs> right. Is the because I feel like I've heard about this before, but like, is the gloves? Is there a difference between the gloves? Yeah, it's a for my weight class. It's a two ounce uh, weight difference. So I in the amateurs, I competed with ten ounce gloves. In professionals, I complete I compete in the eight ounce gloves. And when I first tried on those gloves, those eight ounce gloves, it it felt like it was just material covering my fist and that yeah. was it it didn't feel That's like crazy. there was cushion or anything like that i was like oh this is gonna be an early night <laughs> wow okay um and your name correct me if i'm wrong is the scientist right that's your boxing name yeah the scientist uh i 
the best nicknames don't ever uh come up by yourself it's always given mm. to you yeah and so i got that nickname back when i was my first regional tournament when i was 13 mm. uh i was always wearing glasses since like third grade so me being messy haired glasses in my first regional tournament little scrawny kid nobody expected much of me and mm. i went straight to the finals i saw the the new jersey favorite at the regional tournament there and everybody knew him nobody knew me so we mm. fought and i just executed perfect technique uh, against him and won unanimously and wow. one of my teammates uh called me the scientist there then and there for you know having glasses on and and great technique wow that's wow great. that's crazy that's he just answered good. the question before i can even answer the question. i was just saying <laughs> i'll put that name he just told us straight off the bat yeah would you say that you're usually like do people usually underestimate you or do you feel like you've gotten past that at this point i've definitely gotten past that at this point there i mean at, at least in new york people everywhere know me here um i and i sparred with some professional fighters as well before i even went pro okay. so nice. i've gotten my experience from there from sparring i don't have that too many amateur fights really it's all about the experience i gained uh in the gym and that's what counts the most so there are some people that may not know me that's totally fine if i'm underestimated it makes my job a little easier hmm. um but other than that, a lot of people know me in New York, and uh, yeah, we're 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 good. We're good out here. Yeah. <laughs> That's, dope. That's dope. Cool. Yeah. No. Um. Well, obviously, uh, I, I've been I've gotten a chance to actually, for those that don't know, I've gotten a chance to go to the gym and, and trained and. You know, I mean, talking about years ago, obviously, and, and even to the, uh, I, I wouldn't say the first gym, but I know the other gym that originally was like a, the smaller one, you know, like big ring in the back and everything. And yeah, and yeah, I always yeah. remembered, you know, you and, and your brother also, obviously, you know, training, helping out, helping, you know, your dad uh, train and everything like that. And it's kind of crazy to see, obviously, that was, that was a long time ago, years um, to see where you're at now. When did you decide, you know, obviously you, you sort of really always been in the gym, right? Kind of like after school, straight to the gym, helping out and all that. Um, straight after school. Is this, right, is this something that you always knew you wanted to do? Or was this something that you wanted to do, you know, aside from this? And this is sort of like a part of you based off, you know, being a family thing. Um, or you just knew off the back, like, yeah, this is what I want to do. No, it was more of, I had, it grew on to me, like, even back then, 13, when, when I got that nickname and I had all that skill, it was just, it was all natural to me. It was just talent from watching it the whole time, every time. And so it, I was just good at it. And that mm -hmm. was it. There was no passion driving me. But when I was like straight out of high school, I was like, you know, let me take this a little bit more seriously. And that's when I started performing in the big stages like Barclays, MSG, and yeah. all those national places, California, Florida, Ohio. You know, that yeah. that's when passion really brought me out to different places. And 
that that's when it really started for me when I was like 18 or 19. Gotcha. Wow. Cool. So before then, before like passion set in, what is it that you wanted to do? Or did you think you were going to do? Baseball. Oh. <laughs> I love baseball. Yeah. I love yeah. baseball. I love the Mets. Um, I always got at my mom for never putting me in Mets baseball camp. Mm. Uh, she put me in an Orioles baseball camp where I met Cal Ripken <laughs> Jr. And I was oh, like, that's pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was cool. It was cool. Right, but right. I was like, why didn't you put me that summer? I was like, why didn't you put me in Mets baseball camp? Right. She was like, oh, there wasn't any around. And when we got back to New York, we met up with um, Cameron Torres. Mm. Um, yeah. And his mom was like, oh, Cameron just came out of uh, Mets baseball camp. And I looked at my mom. And I was like, hey, <laughs> right, I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, man. That's, That's great. Hilarious. Marvin, you're yeah, I Yeah, I loved baseball. I loved baseball. I had the Mets shirts i had yeah. mets hats i had mets blanket everything right. wow full-blown that's a real fan right there so we yeah. have a full-blown yankees fan and a full-blown mets fan right here on the podcast there you go yeah but- don't ask me nothing about history though i, 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 <laughs> I just, gotcha, I just gotcha. like the sport i just like the sport gotcha cool so you had your fight you said back in april that was the first one and now you have a fight coming up correct yeah, so I have one coming up next week, uh, October 30th, back in MSG uh, for, as a professional now uh, under the uh, top-ranked card, and uh, it's going to be streamed wow. on uh, ESPN+. Plus. Nice. That's wow. so dope. That's so dope. So right now you're in training camp, am I correct? Yeah, um, so I started yeah. training camp, I want to say like five or six weeks ago. Uh I spent a bit of that camp out in Spain okay. and wow. yeah, finishing up camp here in New York. Cool. So what is, what is training camp look like? Like if you go to behind the scenes, I mean, obviously you just said you went to Spain, which is pretty dope. Um, I want to go to a training camp now. Just, <laughs> I can't do it, but I, that's Spain. I'll do it. Um, what does that look like? Like what's behind the scenes of training camp? Training camp. Uh, it's more of just like staying ready to, to keep from getting ready. So mm. training camp just happens whenever. Like I would normally train three, four times a week. But mm. when training camp really does set in, I'm training five, six days a week. Wow. And so like off the off the wake up, go to the gym, weight lift and boxing. And then I'll do cardio at night. Or it could be the other way around, weight lifting, cardio in the morning, boxing at night. It. It, it varies. It really does. Yeah. But it's always a day and night thing. And then we, uh, in between, we do some physical therapy as well, just to make sure that we recover as hard as we train. Right. Uh, seeing strength and conditioning coaches, you know, prepping meals for the week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And I'm doing all this by myself. Like I, so I cook. I cook for myself and all. So gotcha. I do all that. Nope. You, you but can't. Yeah, eat. that takes a whole day. Nah. Got you. You can't eat certain things during training camp. Am I correct? Is that why you posted the pasta on your Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Um. I feel like pasta helps. Uh. Doesn't help. But yeah. A pasta definitely puts on weight for me. 
So I just try mm-hmm. to avoid that during my whole training camp. Got it. Does it mm-hmm. depend on the fight if you're cutting or gaining weight? Like, do you have to like meet your opponent or be in a certain bracket? Am I correct? Yeah, that? it it's all in the contract. Uh, so this fight we're fighting at 130 pounds. Okay. So that is junior lightweight. I w- I normally walk around like 145, 148. So nice. I drop down those 15 to 20 pounds uh, on fight night. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of a lot of weight to just drop. Yeah. It, after a while you get used to it, but especially in the pro level this one part I really enjoy is that you weigh in the day before your fight. So mm. Right there, you, have time. you know, you yeah. have at least 24 hours <laughs> to rehydrate and get that energy back, put that weight back yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I have a question. I've always, um, uh, I remember your dad coming sometimes uh, when I used to work at IHOP in downtown Brooklyn. He used to come with some fighters and I knew that it would be, you know, right, you know, the way in was over. And so now we'll kind of be, you know, eating finally something. And when... Because usually once the fight night comes, you're not going to be the same weight from the weigh-in, right? Because you're drinking water again, you ate, must have ate something, whatever. So I always wondered, like, how much are you even allowed to have? Because obviously you don't want to do too much. And then, you know, you come to f- fight night, like, 20 pounds over. I've seen it all the time. You're watching, like, I can't believe this fighter just came in way heavier. So it's like, how do you know what to eat, how much to eat, and to, like, kind of control yourself? Um, obviously you just spend training, not eating. So you must be starving. Um, you know, that type of stuff. Surprisingly enough, that is also in the contract sometimes. So for mm. certain, uh, belt, uh, federations, there are like weight limits to how much you can gain after weighing in. So some of them uh-huh. are like 10%, 15%. So well. yeah, it, I didn't. I didn't know about that till I start, started surrounding myself with other pro training camps. Right. But um, yeah, it's all in the contract, really. So yeah, make sure you always read the dotted line. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. That makes uh, uh, that definitely answers my question. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, but I always, I like like you just said. You know, we have an ongoing ritual with all our fighters. Mm-hmm. Just you know, go to IHOP or something, find some yeah. pancakes. Yeah, I always enjoy myself some pancakes, there even during training camp. Sometimes, <laughs> right? That's dope. Uh, how do you go about getting opponents? So, like, you had your last opponent. I have this one. Like, what is the process like in finding an opponent? Well, the beautiful part about that is I do nothing. <laughs> mm. Um, I have a team that does that all for me: managers and uh, matchmakers that do it all for me so shout out to my team uh universal mm. boxing moises Roman, and my pops as well so oh, they 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 take care of all that for me so i I'll, all i gotta worry about is uh being there on fight night healthy god nice. so you have you have no say like they kind of just tell you this is the guy that we think is the perfect match for you and you're just like i'm good to go well they always they always make sure that my next opponent or my future opponents, whatever the case may be, uh, we look good. We want to look mm-hmm. good. So 
if they think it's a good look, most likely I think it's a good look. And, you know, it's all about trust in that situation. Yes. Who more to trust than your pops and uh, someone that's yep. been around you since since you were a kid as well. So yeah. uh, I definitely trust those two people. Yep. Awesome. How far apart are your fights? Like, or what's the ideal time in between to take a next fight? Uh, it depends on how quick I knock the person out. Could be in the next month. Could be two months. Mm. Could be three. Uh, we planned on having four to five fights this year alone. Wow. But mm. in the beginning of a box professional boxer's career, you know, things never work out the way you want it unless mm. you pay the big bucks. So yeah, schedule um, fights can be rescheduled, especially during these times mm. with COVID. Yeah. yeah. Fights are always rescheduled. Um, opponents could back out. You know, I've had that happen to me before, like the day before a weigh-in. Wow. Opponent just straight up talks to my manager to be like, yeah, I'm not showing up no more. Or, or faking an injury. Wow. Um, Is this all okayed in the contract? That's, that's, that's my No, you definitely get suspended for that stuff. Mm. You definitely. Um, but that's money lost on the training camp, mm-hmm. you know, sponsors and all that, you know, ticket sales, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to recover from that because there are people like fans that will buy tickets for one of those fights. Fight gets re uh, fight gets canceled mm-hmm. and they're reluctant to buy tickets for the next one because they're afraid that that one's going to get canceled. So you gotta, you gotta just convince them, you know, it's not going to happen again. And most of the time mm-hmm. it, won't happen again, but there, you know, there's certain situations that are out of your hands and yeah. you can't control that, but you just got to hope those fans ride with you the whole way. Mm. Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. to think that you prepare yourself for a fight, get in like the right mindset, go through training camp. And then mm-hmm. last minute, someone is just like, I'm not doing it. Like that yeah. was first shit. Yeah. 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 I, I felt so defeated there. I didn't even step on the scale. For that fight, like Jeez, I was yeah. on weight, I was ready to go. You know, I haven't eaten a good meal in like Man. oh, I'll, I'd say a week. Uh, you Yikes. know, <laughs> Yikes. yeah, I, I, I eat pretty good. I eat pretty good when I train hard. <laughs> um, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's it's crazy. I would say, um, well, I guess now being a professional. Um, I would say looking back, obviously you obviously must watch boxing, right? And, or or you must've seen it growing up and what would, I have two questions, I guess. Um, give me one old boxer, um, who influenced you, or maybe you've seen a lot of their fights or studied them. I'm talking about old, old, like, you know, before the nineties. And then give me one boxer that you studied um, and and you enjoyed or, or got a lot from or inspired you from the 90s to now. Oh, I didn't really watch too much old school boxing, you know, those black and whites or, yeah. or even before the 90s. I didn't really care for that too much. Mm. Um, I was always watching Mayweather, though, mm. and Mayweather versus Gotti. Uh, it's a beautiful performance, by the way, if you yeah. haven't watched it. Yeah. But that fight ended, I want to say, in seven rounds. Yeah. And 
Mayweather just lit him up all seven rounds. And, you know, that that was the turning point for me that said, yeah, I want to look as good as that. Mm. Wow. Yeah. I mean, there's not a, not a bad person to uh, kind of, you know, look at their fights and all this stuff because, uh, I mean, what can, what can you, you know, for obviously those that watch boxing, you know, you love him or you hate him. I, I'll say for myself now, especially that he's not no longer in the sport, um, I could look back and realize, like, there was so much that went into the fights. Everything mattered. He, from looking at the clock to stalling to, you know, siding to just everything literally was a technique. Like, everything had its purpose. Um, and I kind of felt like I would appreciate it more when he was around or, when, or you know, when he was still fighting. Yeah, and you got to respect him for what he is, a businessman. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure, 100%. Yeah. I would say um, I feel like lately I've been seeing a lot of, like, social media people try their hand in, like, boxing and things like that. What mm. are your thoughts about that? Like, do you think that, like, hurts the sport? <laughs> do you think it's, like, annoying? Like, because I feel like there's a lot of talk about that. Like, there's a lot of social media people. A lot of money, too. Yeah, who think they're boxers now. Like, what, yeah. are, you, what are your thoughts, if you have any? Well, just to... Just to go back a little bit on what I said, like I said, Floyd Mayweather is a businessman. Mm. So, with that being said, he took that fight <laughs> against that Paul yeah. brother. I don't even know which one it was. I don't even watch. Yeah, I don't yeah. even think I watched it. <laughs> but, I think it was yeah. Logan Paul. So yeah, he. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. You know, it's. I mean, boxing is a business first and foremost. All right, mm-hmm. it's it's in the entertainment business, so if it sells tickets, it makes sense. Yeah. So, I personally don't like it too much. Um, there's no display of skill or technique, so I mm-hmm. can care less for it. When people ask me if I'm watching it or if I watched it, I'm like, no, I went to sleep. I can care. <laughs> less. But I will say, like I will say this: when Logan Paul or Jake Paul, whichever one fought most recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know who he fought. See, I really don't care. I I, I, uh, I know what you're talking about. Tyrone Woodley, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, yeah, that Paul. fight. Yeah, that fight. Yeah. So I will give credit where credit is due. He definitely went out of his way and uh, looked out for the other boxers on his card and donated mm-hmm. some of his money to their purses. So I can wow. respect that. Um, that's definitely uh, a noble move right there. So, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was going to say, do you feel, um, you know, is it, is it sort of a disrespect to the sport, to the people, you know, to the boxers who work hard day in and day out or even try to make, um, try to, you know, be a professional, even where they are. I'm sure it's not easy getting to the top of the level. And then you have this guy here, you know, obviously making it a business move, but kind of like, you know, for those that don't really watch boxing kind of saying, wow, you know, this is what boxing is. It's like, sort of like if you don't really know the sport, but you watching this, you know, YouTuber or whatever, you know, guy box and do all this, it's sort of like, that's the standard. But obviously we know that that's not even close to, you know, do you feel like that's a disrespect? Do you take that a little personal? Like, you know, I, I, you know, put a lot of work in for this and, um, this is kind of happening on this side. You said it yourself. They're setting the standard. Um, that's 
that's not what boxing is about, but mm-hmm. they're putting their face and uh, making it as as that. So it's it's definitely disrespectful for all the fighters, including myself, that are trying to come up, you know, have a lot of skill, but mm-hmm. aren't rec- recognized worldwide. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's all a business at the end of the day. So if it if it sells tickets, it you know it makes sense. Yeah. It is. So if if um, what would you say to someone who, like you said, right? You you, you say you was about thirteen, like that's when it really hit you. Like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, what would you say to somebody who is maybe twelve, thirteen, um, and is thinking about boxing? Maybe they never stepped foot in the gym. Um, maybe, you know, and everybody has their own reason as to why they box. Some of them obviously have like rough stories and upbringing. Some of it is a family thing. Some of it is just, they find out they're good at it. But what would you say to somebody who is thinking about it? Maybe is afraid or, or, um, you know, I guess to that kid that is thinking about boxing or maybe has, has, you know, joined a gym and is just doing it here and there. Um, but they, and deep down inside of them, they either want to do Golden Gloves or they definitely would want to be a pro when they're like, oh, it's the one thing that you would say to encourage them because, you know, uh, there could be times where you definitely go to the gym, spar, get bloodied up, and you might be ready to be done with the sport. I don't encourage them. I give them the hard, cold facts. Mm. Boxing, there's a lot of sacrifice. You're going to lose friends. You're not going to go to mm. birthdays. You're not going to hang out with your friends at all. Uh, you're going to spend all your time in the gym. Uh, so if you're used to that, then by all means, you know, we'll help you get there. But if not, if you're not ready for that, you know, don't even bother. There's no mm. such thing as playing boxing. You know, we don't we don't play boxing. We do boxing. So, yeah. it, you know, people people die in the ring. Yeah. So mm. it's yeah. a very serious sport. So if you're not ready to take it serious, you know, that other person might be on the other side of the ring and they're coming to take your head off. You know, they're not here to touch gloves and just tap you. And then when you say you're done, you're done. No, they're going to they're going to knock your head off. Hmm. There you have it. Black and white. Black yeah. and white. There you go. There's no play. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. I guess along with that, what would you say? Like. Obviously, we've seen it, and I mean, now more people have seen it because of the celebrity stuff, but even in, like, other, like, real boxing and all those other things, there's, like, real feuds sometimes, like, real hatred between fighters and things like that. Is that something that you feel like, like, would you say that if that, like, if that happens, is that something that would make a person, like, more prone to be better at the fight, or do you feel like that's something that has to be removed completely in order to fight your best way? Like, not even thinking about the feud or anything like that. I believe it's all a business move at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you, you stir up stir up some problems. Other people watch it. Um, I've gotten to some... I, I've told some people straight up, like, listen, you just like being nosy. You just mm-hmm. like seeing stuff happen. Mm-hmm. So... And that's what sells. That's what sells. Yeah. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. The entertainment business. You know, we're coming back to it again. It's the entertainment yeah. business. You know, Tyrone Woodley and 
whatever Paul Jake brother Paul. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'm just not going <laughs> to. No, you're good. You're good. Hey, you know, do you really think they had any beef with each other? Like, right. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. Right. So it's all yeah. about it's all about selling fights. It's all about selling tickets. It's all about selling the fight. It's all about selling the fight. You're never going to see me argue with somebody over the internet over some stupid stuff. Right. You know. But if it sells tickets, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Got it. Yeah. I guess my last question is this. In about, let's say, 10 years from now, where would you like to see yourself when it comes to boxing? Is that 10 years? Yep. I would say five years. Uh, five years, I would want to have a belt or two. Mm. You know, well, boxers' careers could be like 15 years long, tops, probably. Okay. Unless you're immortal, like uh, B Hop. <laughs> right. But, but yeah, five years is what I give myself to get a belt. You know, it, it's, a, it's a long, hard journey but if you move right you have the right team behind you you have the right fans behind you as well you know anything is possible mm. there you have it guys in five years look to see ray with a belt there you go uh maybe two that's what he said maybe two maybe two that's right okay so i feel like a great way to end this entire thing uh, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for coming on and mm -hmm. answering our questions and giving us the behind the scenes of the boxing life, professional boxing life. Uh, so we appreciate you coming on. Of course. You know, it's my pleasure being here uh, just talking about the uh, behind the scenes of what my life is like out, out here as a boxer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the last thing I wanted to do is I wanted to try just a game to kind of end it. I think we did this with someone else. Did a game to end it, but this one's called Top 3. Shout out to Brittany Callie. She did this on her <laughs> episode. And so we're going to do it here. So I'm going to give you a topic, and you're going to tell me Top 3 in that category. All right? I'll do my best. Mm. All right. So you're from – you're originally from NYC, correct? Like we're all originally yeah, from NYC? Yeah. Yeah. Born and bred. So Top 3 boroughs in NYC. <laughs> Queens, Brooklyn, Manhattan. Is that in order? Yeah. Are you from Queens? Yeah, I'm from Queens. There you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, top three fast foods. We know you're not eating it right now, but just top three fast foods. <laughs> you think of it. Top three fast food. Uh, burgers, wings, pizza. Ooh. There you go. That's a good in lineup. I think I, I think I would take that lineup like that. Right <laughs> That's a good lineup. Uh, top three states. States? Yep, United States, like 50 states. New York, Cali. Mm, I'll say Hawaii just to vacation. Nice. Okay. Okay. I'm going to say that every New Yorker is most likely going to say New York number <laughs> one. Like, that's just all yeah. that. Yeah. Honestly, like, wherever I go, I'm like, yeah, this place is dead. <laughs> and then I come back here, like, yeah, that's when I like it. Right. That's I hate it, but I love it. Right. There you go. That's an original, authentic answer for New York. That is an original, like, authentic answer. I hate New York, but I love New York. There you go. Last one right here. Top three music genres. Mm. Rap. Uh, so it's rap. It's... I don't know what's... I don't know what the other genre is. <laughs> 
that I like. Like I'm. All right, but whatever, rap, whatever. Uh, oh, uh, alternative. That's what it is. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. Yeah, right. yeah. I thought of three. saying that too, but I was like, I don't know. <laughs> so, top three music genres: rap, alternative, and I'll just say rock. There I you grew go. up on that. Nice. nice. You grew up on rock. Just like soft, soft rock. Soft rock. Nothing gotcha. too crazy. Oh. <laughs> not like uh, metal or anything crazy, yeah. No, none of that screamo. <laughs> right, right. There you go. Well, there you have it, guys. That was episode 11 of And Clueless. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Ray, the scientist, for jumping on. We're super mm-hmm. excited for your fight. Hopefully, not hopefully, we will. It will be another KO. Yeah. 45 seconds was insane the first time. Do you, I don't know. Is this like disrespectful to ask? Do you think it'll be quicker than that this time? Like, can you ask a fighter to predict their own fight? Oh, you can always ask. Um, I would hope it ends quicker, but okay. at the same time, I definitely want to display my skill out there, especially mm. to top rank. You know, yeah. mm. I, I definitely want to get signed soon. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. By a big promotional company as top rank. So, d- between my skills and the amount of tickets I sell, you know, that all plays a big factor in uh, yeah. their decision. So, you know, hopefully it all works out and uh, we, we get signed soon. There you nice. go. There you have it, guys. It, wait, I do have one random question. I know the podcast is technically over, but I do have this because you just said that. <laughs> is it better to do a like quick knockout and show that like you're way better than the other person or to mm. go the distance in a fight? Yeah. That depends. Um, you could gain stardom from knocking people out in the first round. You know, mm-hmm. we know a couple fighters like that. I don't even need to say his name. Mm. So... You know, you could you could go that route and gain fans yeah. that way, or you could just have an insane amount of skill and uh, gain fans that way. You could have two gold medals in the Olympics and then go pro. Right. You know, yeah. you know people like that. I don't even need to say his name. Yeah. You probably know. Him. So, yeah. yeah, there's different ways to go about it. But Got it. if you have fans, if you can sell tickets, like I said, it makes sense. It's a business. Yeah. There you have it, guys. That was a bonus question. That was a bonus question just for you guys. There it is. But that being said, guys, we're going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys for tuning in again to episode 11. We love you guys, and we will see you soon. Make sure to comment, like, share. Uh, Send this out to everybody that you know. Season 1 is ending soon, but don't worry. Season 2 will be coming soon. Uh, And so we love you guys. Peace out. Later.